Hey everyone, welcome to the Communication Coach Podcast, where I'm going to help you to create successful change through powerful and honest conversations. I am your host, Nikki Perfect. and welcome to this episode well actually a series of podcasts I'm going to be doing over the next few weeks so many people come to me and they talk about change and how it affects the way they communicate and the way that they behave and how leaders when they implement change that affects their team so I thought I'd cover lots of different aspects of change from whether it's an individual change like you've had a relationship breakdown or you're moving house or something at work is different, or you're looking for a new job, or looking to ask for a pay rise. And also, if you're a leader who is running a team, let's face it, when you run a family, you're just as much of a leader as you are when you're running a team. But also how that change affects you and how you can implement change, whether that is actually talking to your child about having to move house or having discussions with your partner about implementing a different way that you're doing things at the moment. Maybe that's parenting. So we're going to cover all of them off. Now, if you are watching the video and I happen to look down, I've just got some notes to remind myself. Otherwise, um, I will try and look you squarely in the eye at all times through the lens of the camera. But first of all, we're going to talk about change and what actually change is. Because sometimes I think, when you say leadership through change or communication through change, actually, what is that? So when we talk about change, change is an experience that we have that is different from the norm. And when we talk about organisational change, often people, um, leaders or people that have come in, make recommendations about how to do things differently. And the idea is that when we do things differently, we do them better but of course, many of you will have worked in organisations where they go for a cycle of change and you will probably go, I've seen this all before. It didn't work when we implemented it last time. Why on earth is it going to work this time? And actually, why do we need to change? Because nothing's broken and everything seems to be OK. And I would agree with you to some extent, having worked for a policing organisation, big organisation that implemented change time and time again for 31 years, but also then running my own business for the last five years or my own free businesses, a complex of businesses, if you like, where I have implemented change. And often I've seen the resistance from my team because they don't have all the information that I have around what's making me change. So let's have some discussions about that. Let's give you some tactics and some tips to take away with you, whether you're going for an individual change or whether you are a leader and you're going for an organizational change. So we know what change is. It's something that's, that is gonna be different from your norm, whatever your norm is. Change is as simple as going on a holiday for two weeks and living in a different house. Change is moving, change is relationship breakup. Change is doing things different with your kids. Change for your kids is moving school or having a different peer group. Change for an organization is implementing probably a bigger change of strategy that will affect different people in different ways. And the idea being to improve the business model or to improve the strategy. And sometimes change is forced on us. And this is when it affects our communication and our behavior, especially if we're the implementer of change, you know, we'll be more upbeat about it, more excited about it, probably, because we'll have gone through that change process ourselves before we then implement the change into others so we have to be mindful of that and remember that 
as a leader, you might have already gone through that change process and actually others are, will be far behind you. So let's talk about how that, how that affects our communication and the way that we behave. So often when change is forced upon us, so let's have an example that you work for an organization and they're implementing change and it's quite a big change, let's call it a radical change, so to speak, and you are just finding out about it. And you'll probably find that you become maybe a little bit resistant to it at first, or perhaps you don't, perhaps you just listen and suck in the information, or perhaps you um, come at it from a fear perspective. Now, we are all different, so we will all behave in different ways. And I will use an example of my hostage in crisis negotiation world, an example of leading as a business, and an example of family change in all of these. So let's look at a young girl standing on the roof of a car park and she has reached the end of her tether and she doesn't know what to do next. She is there and has made that decision to take her own life today because she doesn't want to live anymore. And then suddenly somebody appears in her world and they are there to influence and persuade her to take the very first step of safety, which is to take a step back. Now, there are different ways you can approach this. One is you can just say, uh, can you step back from the edge please or step back from the edge please or you look as though you're having a terrible time and I can see that whatever has happened to you has brought you to a place where it looks to me like you are considering taking your own life. Now there are three different ways of saying things there. One of them took a little bit longer and involved a few more sentences. And you can probably see already which one perhaps you can relate to better. Now, I'm not saying one is right and one is wrong. I'm saying there are different ways. What I am going to suggest is that when you tap into somebody's emotions, you're going to get a better result. So, for example, I'm more likely from experience shows me to get a better result of asking somebody to step back from the edge later on in the conversation when I've got a bit of a rapport and they trust me a little bit and I've managed to work out what's going on for them and I've really listened to them than I am if I go in and that's the first thing I say is step back from the edge, step back from the edge, step back from the edge or step back from the edge. I'm worried about you. Step back from the edge. You're going to fall. Slightly different again when I say. It looks to me like when I tap into somebody else's emotions, I'm much more likely to get a better result. So let's look at how that affects an organisational change if you're a leader. So remember, you have thought about the change. Perhaps you are the leader who is implementing the change and it's your idea. So you're excited because it's your idea and you can't really understand why nobody is as excited as you. Certainly, I feel that way as an employer. Uh, yeah. I've 31 years an employee, five years an employer, very different worlds. But same skills, same skills that I learned. So I'm very grateful I learned all those skills. So now you're the person implementing the change. So you can go into a meeting and go, hey, I've had a great idea. We're going to implement this change. And it's starting on Monday. Great, says everybody. I'm a little bit worried about that. They'll go away, then have a little conversation about it. They'll talk about it. They'll go home and think about it. Or perhaps you could do it in a different way by at your meeting saying, I'm having these ideas. These are the reasons why I would like to implement change. And then you go through your reasoning. And then you listen to the feedback. What are your ideas, guys, girls? What are your ideas? How do you feel about that? And you'll get some resistance. Or perhaps you could say, and some people won't be able to answer straight away because they like to go away and think about it. So perhaps you could 
send out something saying we're having a meeting on Monday I'm thinking about introducing these changes what are your thoughts have a think about it bring them with you to a meeting and then you can watch the reaction and you can gauge now I'm not saying don't implement change because people have an adverse reaction to it what I'm saying is you're more likely to get a less adverse reaction to it if you talk to them first watch for the emotions and listen for what comes back and then if it's like your own family if you're having family change perhaps uh, I'll use the classic of my dad so my dad has undergone a lot of change he lost his leg last year he's still un undergoing a lot of change he's still trying to adapt and so is my mum so when I say when I hear him say things like oh I'm going to apply for my driving license and I'm thinking that's a crazy idea why would you do that that's not very safe I have to stop and go hang on a sec and then I'll think about how he's feeling and I'll say well dad sounds like you want your driving license back because you are losing your independence and you've always been used to driving so now what I've done there is I've validated his emotions I've recognized things from his perspective so you can see how it works in lots of different ways you know if I said to my dad you're never driving again don't be ridiculous I would have got a different response response from him than if we'd had a conversation or around losing your independence and that's what fear uh, what that's what change can provoke in people is a fear so when we're excited about the change and you know we want to do something bigger and better or we want to uh, bring something new on board we're not necessarily going to get the reaction that we want even if we can see the improved system or even if we can see the benefit for the other person or even if we can see the benefit for the safety of other people so just be mindful of that so there are the three ways you know directive conversational or really tuning into what other people are saying so that's the first episode of change now the reason why I'm concentrating on change so much is because many of you have asked me to and because it affects us every single day and we're okay aren't we we're okay when we're bobbing along and everything is fine and then suddenly we either come to a crossroads or somebody pushes us down a turning that we don't want to go down or we take a wrong turn and suddenly we're there in the midst of change. Hey everybody, it's just me again. Thanks so much for listening to the podcast. If you would like more free tips on how to improve your communication, I have a free mini course on my website, www.thecommunicationcoach.co.uk. Thanks again and have a great day.